When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, welcome in. Izzy Kempe for breakfast, SCNZ, just after 6 o'clock. It is for Friday morning, lads. We've made it. Happy Friday to you, everyone out there tuning in this morning on SCNZ. Hope you're having a, a great morning so far, and we can lead you into a nice, relaxing weekend. A big good morning to you, boys. You got Robbie in the kitchen. Kez is a little bit under the weather. It's okay, Kez. You get better soon, but Robbie Concrete's will be holding way, the bro. fort down. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> oh mate let me tell you something let me tell you something I had a bit of a I've had a bit of a a bit of a bone to pick with the cab drivers in Auckland yesterday oh, what happened? yesterday morning so I, I finished we and you were a great show yesterday morning you know I'm buzzing buzzing I'm thinking yep I'm getting home have a cup of tea, put my walking shoes on, and off I go. I, get, I do this like 9K walk. You know, so you go, uh, it, it, it goes uh, Ponsonby Road, K Road, Queen Street, back up Jacob's Ladder, home. It's about 9Ks. I get up to, I get Ponsonby Road, corner Ponsonby Road, Jewvoice Road there, set of lights. Traffic's crazy for a Thursday. I don't know what's going on. The road works, there's potholes popping up everywhere, trucks everywhere, <laughs> cones everywhere in Auckland. Traffic's crazy, mate, and this traffic's backed up. Walking across the road, and well, the lights not turn green, but it doesn't really matter because the cars have all stopped. So I'm just walking. I thought, well, I'll just go. I'll just sneak across the road here. The cars have stopped. I walk in front of this taxi, mate. Yeah. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. he hits the accelerator. He's about five meters away from me. Hits the accelerator. Headed straight towards me and slams his brakes on. And I and you know, with my knees, mate, gave me a hell of a fright. Gave me a hell of a fright. <laughs> I, I turned my head to the right. I say. I'm looking at him like, you know, one of those moments, like, I'm going to pick this car up moment. And I looked at him, and I'm going, mate, he, before I've said anything, he's yelling abuse at me. He's screaming at me, pointing at the light, that the light's not turned green, and I'm crossing the road. And I'm like, mate, the cars are stopped. What are you going on about your pork chop like this? Well, <laughs> what ensued on the next 50 metres up Ponsonby Road was me and this taxi driver having a crack at each other. And it was hilarious, mate. And he's going, he's going. I'm going to him. Would you like a slap? And he's yelling, he's yelling at me. I'll give you a slap like this. And I, oh God, I started laughing, and it became a bit of a joke. And I started laughing, and I get to the end of the road, and I'm thinking, man, I hope no one got that on social because it'd be one, it'd be one of those Kimpy. those funny socials. Oh. Are you a bit of road rage? Did you get a bit heated, or were you quite calm and relaxed in that moment? Uh no, no. When he when he when he raced his car at me, like oh, first of all, I don't think it's a good look for the Auckland taxis. Um, you know that the taxi driver gets a little bit. He's obviously had a really bad morning. Like it's what mm. ten o'clock in the morning, so um, I got a little bit of a fright. And of course, that right knee of mine, mate. If he hit it, I would have crumbled anyway. <laughs> I, I mean, I would have crumbled. I wouldn't have been getting up for anyone. Oh. Um, but yeah, I just thought. I, I couldn't really lose it because he beat me to the punch because then he started getting stuck into me. And then by the time I'd said something back to him, I started to th- get the funny side of what, how it looked. 
you know, as you get that that picture in your head about all those memes going, oh, but this looks so funny. Someone's got a camera out and they're videoing this. Um, but yeah, mate, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Auckland sometimes with people in cars, it is <laughs> honestly, they can make movies of it, movies out of it. Cars, road I would have paid. I would have paid good money to see you waddle really quick from a standing still st- uh, start, getting on to a, to a bit of a pace and a waddle on there with your one knee. Oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look for him. I'm going to look for him after the show. <laughs> Keep you still heated. If you're out there, double eight, double three, you might be our next contestant and and fight for life for Tony Kemp. But uh, it's a bit of a lolly scramble. Anytime you get in a taxi, uh, best best advice I can give you. Tony, if you ever get in a campy, uh, taxi, is put your headphones in. Put your <laughs> headphones in and just look at your phone. And then just uh, take no notice and then you end up getting into your destination. Uh, Rick Dog, how you doing, brother? Yeah, not too bad, bro. Not too bad. I, uh, mate, I can't get over my pick to win the Women's World Cup. Oh, Gone. I know, mate. Gone. Germany, what's happened? Mate, you're, becoming, you're becoming the new what? Paul Nawari. You're the stopper. <laughs> I, uh, oh. yeah, I mean, like, the, those results last night, South Korea, mate, they, they, mm. they couldn't punch their way out of a wet paper bag. No. Uh, and they managed to get a draw with the Germans. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, you know, Morocco turned over Colombia, who looked unbeatable. And that means that Germany finished third in the group. First time ever they don't get out of their group at a World Cup. Some shocks. That Absolute crazy. Is. Crazy scenes in the FIFA World Cup. Double eight, double three, because we still have the coverage of the FIFA Women's World Cup. Yes, New Zealand have been bundled out, but there's still plenty of action to be had. Are you still interested? Who are you supporting on double eight, double three? We're into the round of 16, and like Ricardo's just alluded to, Germany are gone. They're out there heading home, and uh, there's some big names. Well, some awesome teams that have made it through. South Africa, who would have thought South Africa... Mm. Uh, you know, um, Ricardo, Kempe, Colombia, Jamaica, and then you've got Morocco who will take on France, and you say that'll be pretty difficult. And we're going to talk about it a bit more later on in the show, lads. We've got Who Am I? Clue number one for today. And we're going to give you an opportunity to win a prize pack from two go- two dudes, Kiwi Made Natural Men's products that make you, make you look good, feel good, and do good. Clue number one, I am a former pro boxer who knocked out 16 opponents in the first round of his of their fights. So let us know. I'm a former pro boxer who knocked out 16 opponents in the first round of fights. We've got a big show. Baz McCullum coming up after 7 o'clock. Greg O'Connor, we're going to be talking racing. It's a big weekend of racing, particularly for our good friend Tony Kemp. And then we've got Richie Barnett talking Warriors after 8. So stay tuned. Let's rip straight into this. Rick Dole. The following is a triple threat match, and it is for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, one indeed. I tell you what, uh, things are heating up at the pool, boys, because uh, mm. it's, it's the World Swim Champs or World Aquatic Champs up in Japan, right? Um, and Aussie swimmer Kate Campbell has blown up at the Americans, calling them sore losers. And slamming their <laughs> team ritual of ringing a cowbell when each of their swimmers comes out to race. Now, when they do the the list of medals, right? Mm. Uh, you, what's the most important medal? Well, the gold, obviously. Gold. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, all of a sudden the American networks. No, it's uh, it's the total of <laughs> medals. So the Americans are leading, but 
They've only got, I think, nine golds, and Aussie have 15. Aussie have, have, have uh, equaled the record for the most <laughs> golds by a team at the Champs, right? And so this is where this is coming from. Uh, Kate Campbell's gone on to say, I mean, Australia coming out on top of the world is one thing, but it's just so much sweeter beating America. The first night of competition, we did not have to hear Star Spangled Banner ring out through the stadium. I cannot tell you how happy that made me. If I ever hear that song again, it will be too soon. Bring on Paris. That's all I have to say to the US. Stop being sore losers. <laughs> coming from an Aussie. Oh. Yeah, coming from an I know. The irony. The irony, boys. Uh, so that got me thinking. The biggest mm. rivalry in sport that you've been a part of. Well, well, well. There's something about a cowbell, eh? Why? <laughs> they are so irritating. If you're going to bring a cowbell to any sporting stadium, give yourself an upper cup, you pork chop. That's what John reckoned you would have said to that taxi driver, um, Kippy. So I reckon there might have been a few words uh, added to that sentence there, John. But I have to say the Chiefs. I have to say the Chiefs in my final five, six years of Super Rugby, the rivalry there just went backwards and forwards. There was always lots going on in the media. Brody Retallick, Liam Messam, absolute grubs in terms of on the in the game, mate. I just can't go past them. And, and being at Waikato Stadium and the cowbells are ringing and they are just so patriotic, the fans, very, very loud. So that just, when you said that, and I saw that question in the dock there, I just thought straight to the Chiefs for me, like those five years. <laughs> we lost two semifinals, we're beating them in the final semifinals. Beaten by the bell. Yeah. Beaten by that ugly cowbell. So that for me is the greatest rivalry for my team. Mate, mate I've, had a, I've had a few, I've had a few, as, but it got me thinking, mm. mate, like, when you said swimming, one of my biggest rivalries was actually the fifty. You can't swim. The fifty metre swimming champs at the high school. <laughs> yeah, because none of us went to swim. There was one of our mates that went to swimming school, so they could afford it, and the rest of us didn't go to swimming school. And there's there was like there's six, six of us, mate. Listen to this. The one. long plunge doesn't count. No. <laughs> I tell you what, mate. In a, in a swimming pool, you'd be very surprised how fast this fella can go. I reckon but, your nickname in the swim team was Bob. But we used to, mate. We used to swim across the river because we couldn't. couldn't afford to get into the swimming pool, you know, it's yeah. 15 cents, none of us had 15 cents, so we'd swim races across the swimming pool, get to high school, well it's a 50 metre, sp- it's the, what do you call it, the, the the bee's knees of the racing, and we line up, none of us knows who's the quickest, yeah, so I'm looking at JT, he's the one who goes to swim, swimming school, yeah. we're like, he's the one to beat, me and me and Fred, we're looking at each other going, we got him, because we chase him all the time, but we had this Māori boy, mate, his name was Albert Nuku Nuku. <laughs> And we thought, Elvis, like, what are you doing in this race, bro? Well, we all jumped in. Who came first? Albert Nukunuku, mate. He gave us all hiding. And the and the rivalry on that for the rest, mate, for the rest of the year was how do we beat Albert Nukunuku in a race? So the four of us, go on, mate, get back in that pool. Couldn't beat him. Oh, that is fantastic. That is <laughs> a great So that's story. your biggest rivalry. Albert Nukunuku. Albert Nukunuku, Where mate. Are you, Albert? Come in. <laughs> Give us a call and tell us how Kip used to swim down and do those laps. Oh, I would have loved to see that. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, number two. Here we go. Uh, former Netherlands and Everton defender Royston Drenthe has uh, quit football and taken up acting. And all of a sudden, he's 500 to 1 at the UK bookies to be the next James Bond. Which former teammate of yours would have made a 
great bond. <laughs> Graham Steadman, mate, without a doubt. Steady, nudge, played, played fullback for Great Britain. Yeah, and uh, he had the best moustache I've ever seen on a footballer. Never, ever shaved it off. Um, great player and talked with a James Bond mm. voice. i tell you a quick story about him. He wasn't James Bond this day because our wing had stuck deep heat in his jock strap when he got the training. <laughs> oh, and no. I told you this one. I, I might have told you this one. And he came running in late to training and we said in the video and Nudges put his, his jock strap on and he's coming and he said, oh, sorry, JJ, sorry for being late, you know, and we're sitting there and all of a sudden he starts talking about two dudes. He starts rolling around with his budgie smugglers and his hand down and he goes, Whoa, what's going on? Stop, mate. i got to go. But it was that deep heat, is he? You know, like when you put it on, you can't put water on it. Yeah. So he ran and jumped in the shower. It makes it worse. And it made it worse, mate. And I've never oh. rolled around on the ground laughing at a bloke so much, mate. But he would definitely be my that James Bond. That is cruel. <laughs> that is cruel. There's nothing worse when you're rubbing a bit of deep heat on your, knee, uh, on your knees or wherever. And you just have to have a little scratch. And you're like, no. no. <laughs> and oh. it just... Stings. My missus, my missus actually showed me a video. She's really into her chilies, and she showed me a video of a guy who's prepping these real, these really hot ghost peppers. And he's talking about how you have to watch what you do with your hands, wash your hands thoroughly. And he's chopped a few, and then he's got an itchy eye, and he's rubbed his eye, and then he's like the look of horror on his face when he realizes what he's done before the heat starts. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, I'm so sorry for the dude though, but yeah, definitely a laugh. Uh, sorry, Izzy, uh, the, the former team. Mate, that it'd make this a good a, bond. Yeah, this is an interesting one. I was thinking about it for a while there, and I was like, who would be very good? Uh, but one of the first names that sprung to mind was probably Conrad Smith. And I say, Conrad, he's very educated. He's got a nice little quiff, you know, his hairdos, you know, it looks a little bit Bond like. He looks very good in a suit, and he's well spoken, and he's brave. So if it was someone in there that could potentially be James Bond, I don't know about the, you know, the the, the mug. Maybe have to do a bit of work on the mug. But uh, you know, like uh, Conrad Smith for me will probably be the the James Bond that could potentially represent New Zealand. Old Snake Eye, he feels more like a Bond villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Look, it's, an, it's a debatable one. Old Snake Eye, there you go. It makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. Here we go. All right. Number three, the All Black squad is out. It's pretty much what we thought yesterday, Izzy. What's the thing of most interest for you that's come out of the squad when you look at that, the, the 15 and the, and the 23? We were bang on, weren't we, lads? Right mm. on the pulse. We knew something no one else did. How good was that? Ah, uh, look. Oh, there's, a, there's a ton of them. Oh, I'm really excited to see Shooter Stevenson and Sean Stevenson getting an opportunity on the, on the wing. And, and, you know, really make this difficult for, for Foster come Monday 5 o'clock to, to select the outsides. That's where there's a lot of competition, a lot of heat. But then I, I cast my eye to Sam Apenny Finau. Sam Apenny Finau is a player that we know little about, seen glimpses throughout Super Rugby. He's physical, he's big, he can cover lock, he's a great line-out option. And now, lads, the rumours are circulating that that um, Ethan Blackadder mm. is out. Done. He's gone. He's done. So that opens up the door for Sam Penny mm. Finau to really stamp his mark for that number two position backing up Shannon Frizzell. So I think this is a really big opportunity and chance to, for us to see what this kid has to offer. You know, Jace Ryan's talked about him a lot. 
We haven't seen it yet. Can he mix it with the big guns? We'll soon find out. So I'm excited for that one. Yeah, I did wonder when I saw the Tasman team. You know, obviously David uh, Harvey is named in that Tasman team, but no sign of Ethan Blackadder with the team named on Monday. I thought, well, maybe that's touch and go. He's gone, yeah. The first thing I thought about, Rick, was how many points are they going to put on Aussie? I th- you know, I'm trying to work out what my spread is, and I got a, uh, a slight tinge of confidence that this side's going to go out and really open up. Will Jordan at fullback is really exciting for me because he can he can run an open play. I think um, you know when you look at players playing for their their um, positions and their and their spot on the tour, uh, it, it leads well to a to a team that can actually put a lot of points on. Shooter Stevens, if he goes out there and he plays really well, he's straight in for me because the other thing about that is he now has to live up to the pressure. The pressure that everyone's put on that he needs everyone's to be selected and he, everyone's saying you need to be playing. Now, he's got to go out there and, and put on a decent game and I think if he does that, mate, you take him because everyone's saying can he handle the pressure. Who's under the most pressure when you think of that selection? It has to go to halfback, doesn't it? 100%. Doesn't they, Christy? Yeah. Get an opportunity to start uh, and it's position that we've got probably our, our two makeup. Our two two halfbacks at the moment. Is there still a chance for Brad Weber to come from Hawks Bay and potentially make this World Cup Monday? We don't we don't know. But this is Finlay Christie's time. He's going to get sixty minutes to really give the the selectors confidence. I I think he has the most to gain, the most to lose in this performance. A double eight, double three. What do you like about the uh, All Black selections? Who has the most to gain, the most to lose? In terms of that selection, they're going to name that World Cup squad on Monday. And then you look at Eddie Jones's Wallabies team. He hasn't cha- made any changes, and I really, I really appreciate what Eddie's doing with um, with Carter Gordon at ten. Yeah, he's a young kid. He's been thrown into the limelight. Yes, he made a hell of a lot of mistakes, but he has his backing. And for Eddie to go out there and back his players, I love that. That's what you want from a from a coach to loyalty and giving you confidence because he would be reading the media. He'd be seeing everyone asking questions about his performance. Why is he in the 10 position? The reality is they don't have anyone else. And aging Quade Cooper ain't going to get the job done. No. Carter Gordon is that man. So you've got to give him time in the saddle to take this team forward. So, man, I'm looking forward to this weekend. 2.30, afternoon game, beer in hand at Monty's Bar in Hamner. Come on! Mate, it's going to be absolutely <laughs> massive. i tell you what. If you're the referee, you're going to want earplugs for this game. You've got two ginger halfbacks going at it. <laughs> hey, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> oh, I didn't picture that, but that's going to be a fiery battle because Tate's got a waha on him, and Finlay Christie does not back down whatsoever. So uh, awesome. Stephen Fleming for Bond. That's Ooh, a great one. That is a good shout. Oh, Rich from Carpety Coast. You're bang on the money. I won't tell Stephen that because he'll get a full head. We don't want to hear that. Anyone else? Let us know on double eight, double three.